Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red Tell Me More button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Unconditional love coach Judith Costa joined us and shared a great story of how Simply following her yes led her to her husband. Judith, it was so great having you on the show. And I want to ask you a couple extra questions, if you don't mind. I would love to have you illustrate for us, give us a story of a time in your life when, well, you did not follow your yes. In other words, maybe at the time you didn't even realize you had some internal guidance, but when you look back, it was really clear, and, and your gut was telling you what to do, but you still didn't do it. Tell us about that time. Uh, yeah, it's connected with what I uh, mentioned before in the interview. Um, when I was describing that there was a moment in my life where nothing was working, and it affected my health, my well-being. Uh, even though I had a job, I didn't like it. Uh, it seems that from outside, I had a perfect life. But I was feeling so miserably and I knew that I had to make changes, but I didn't follow my own advice because I didn't know where to go or how to start or what to do. Then even though there were 
uh, clear, I will say, reasons to change my life and especially to got divorced because I was not in the in the kind of partnership I believe in. The relationship wasn't what I wanted. It was a like a long, long relationship. We spent 16 years together and it was very difficult for me to do that. Then I didn't follow my own advice. Uh, my, <laughs> my intuition was saying something and I was doing just the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can all relate to that. <laughs> I think everybody you. knows yeah. of those times, right? <laughs> And you're right. I think you gave a great example of on the outside, people are like, wow, you've got this perfect life. But it wasn't working for you. Yes. And That's it. that can make it even harder to follow that yes, because we're like, well, but maybe I'm wrong. I mean, it, I should be liking this. And so we start to, to question, is, it, is that really my guidance or not? Yeah, it's exactly this. I have clients now that maybe they are working in a bank and they want to paint. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult to accept this this inner voice that says you will be happier if you just paint. It's not a hobby. It can be something bigger and better. Just make a change. And when you have to go against the social standards and your family and what other people will think and you don't listen to yourself, let me tell you that sometimes there are consequences. Yes, absolutely. There are always consequences. <laughs> I don't want to be hard. <laughs> I know, I know. Thank you. Well, let me ask you, let's let's flip this around. Can you share with us a moment when you had a clear yes, and this time not only did you recognize it, but you followed it? Tell us that story. It will be uh, just the opposite. When I met my actual husband, The we met in a party, and then he asked me to do his birth chart everything but he wasn't really interested he just wanted to 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 see me and and he thought <laughs> would be a, yeah i would i would wait to do that and after that he was going to india he's he's american but originally from india and our relationship kind of started through skype we were talking every day but i remember when we met the first the first night when we had a date we were talking in future tense. Hmm. I mean, I could recognize the connection at that moment. I couldn't see it before, but it, it took me just that day to see, oh, something special is, is happening here. Then I remember when he came back, it was uh, the day after St. Valentine's, and in a week we decided to move together. We wanted to start a family and have children. And I say yes, I didn't have any kind of doubt and we moved together at the end of February, we were living together. Wow. Yeah, that's clearly an example where it doesn't fit any standard protocols. <laughs> You're just going with your, your guidance saying, yeah, this works. Yeah, yeah I, I remember my mother saying, but you don't know each other. And I said, I'm so <laughs> it doesn't mean that the relationship is perfect, not at all. And we are so different. and. And, and again, people think that they fail when the relationship fails. And no, there are people that enter in your life for a, for a concrete purpose. And you have to be together for a, for a period of time, but maybe not forever. And it doesn't mean, this doesn't deny the rest of the things that uh, had happened between you two and the love that you shared. Yes, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing these stories with us, Judith. Thank you. <laughs> My pleasure. Denise Joy Hart joined us, and she is the queen of the don't quit attitude. And she shares an amazing story of a time when she actually sold a house in two hours and was able to pay off all her college loans by doing so. Well, Denise, I would love it if you would do us a huge, huge favor and, and help us to illustrate the importance of following your internal guidance, what I call your yes. And where I'd love to start is if you would share a quick story of a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe in the moment you didn't really realize there was one, but now you look back and you're like, geez, this is clear. How did I miss this? Tell us about that time. Sure. This, um, this is such a marvelous, powerful, has the ability to pivot folks' life, you know, when you tell these types of stories and then even reflect back for yourself. In 2002, I will never forget it because it changed my life. I was renting a, a wonderful row house uh, in D.C. <clears throat> in, on U Street. Uh, not the sort of trendy part where it is currently, but still right off of like first and U street. And I always wanted to own a house, but I'd already shared, you know, earlier that I grew up relatively poor and I just didn't really have kind of a blueprint and a framework, but I'd managed to rent this home and I loved it, loved it. And it was so serendipitous because the gentleman who rented me the home had the same last name as me, but we weren't related. I just thought it's, the, you know, it's all in the gods. <laughs> well, I started to get some mail and it was saying that the house was getting going to be in foreclosure and it frightened me. I didn't know enough about anything. You know, when you sort of mix ignorance and anxiety, that's never, it's always toxic. So <laughs> that's a good the, point. Uh, right. And the owner, I remember him, I, I called him up and said, what's going on? Are you putting me out? And I'm just confused. Right. And he's saying, well, no, he, he owned a lot of properties. He said this one, I didn't, he telling me this thing, what he didn't do. And he says, so what I'd like to do is offer you to purchase it. And I'm thinking, oh, it's a scam. He's trying to get me. And I, again, ignorance and anxiety is toxic. And all I could think was, you know, to get out. Well, I, I meditate regularly and I was meditating in this this notion came to me to to do it. And I thought, that's the dumbest thing. This guy's trying to scam me. Why would I listen to that? Why would I do that? That's I'm going against that. I shouldn't do that. So I went ahead and got my little stuff together and got found a new place and I moved out. And I'm thinking, yay, I won up the scam guy. <laughs> well, the, the, well the, 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 the notion that I should have said yes wouldn't leave me. And it was so powerful that guess what I started to do? I started to educate myself. I started to read everything about real estate. And it didn't take me long to realize that I'd made a very big mistake in the DC real estate market. I had no clue. But what I did do was educate myself so powerfully that now I know tons about real estate. And I actually have purchased my second home, actually, in a very trendy area in DC, which has great property value. But it was uh, like a blow to my gut. As I'm studying and learning, I kept going, oh, I, sh I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. But it was too late. I had, I had mixed ignorance and um, anxiety and had the toxic outcome. Wow, that, that is such a great example. Yeah, wow. So let's flip this around, Denise. Tell, take us to a moment when 
you had a clear yes, and this time you followed it. Okay, this is so cool because it's also about a house. <laughs> it's super cool. So I, um, <clears throat> again, I gotten so educated and everything. I said, okay, great. Now I'm going to go in. I'm going to be intentional, and I'm going to I'm going to purchase a home. And at this, this was in 2000. Um, well, it was shortly after. So it was right 2003. And so I set out and I said, I'm going to purchase a home and I'm also going to use this as a tool, which is what people do when they purchase property. I'm going to let it accrue in value and I'm going to pay off my student loans. I had over $80,000 of student loans at that time. And I thought I'll do that. And I had this five-year plan. Well, in 2005, it was in October. I'll never forget it. I'm watching the news. And the gentleman on the news comes on, the newscaster says, uh, home heating gas is going to be really high this winter. And I remember looking at the TV and I blurted out of my mouth and said, stop saying that. No one's going to want to buy my house. And I sort of did a little, what? Why am I, why am I saying, I'm not even thinking about selling my house. Why am I saying that? And um, I just, this thought, it wouldn't go away. So I started walking around. I'm sort of going in the kitchen to clean up and this like a pressing you need to sell your house. It was so profound that I out loud said right now, kind of, you know, being sassy, like you mean this minute. And it was as if this energy said, absolutely. Yes. This minute. And guess what I did? I went and picked up the phone, called my real estate agent who worked with me to purchase that home. And I said, Hey, her name's Arellis. I said, Arellis, this might sound strange, but I'm kind of thinking of selling my home. She said, really? I said, yeah. She said, you know what? I have a buyer who has looked at every house in your neighborhood and has been dissatisfied. Can we come tonight? I said, well, she said, oh, come on, Denise. I know your home's fabulous. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people who keeps it kind of HGTV ready all the time. Right. <laughs> no kidding. And so I said, well, you know, it is. Come on. So they come that the woman comes in the house and my agent pulls me out on the porch and she says, listen, She's really interested. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking really, Ken, I'm thinking this is crazy. Like, what am I doing? I, I wasn't thinking about selling my house. What am I doing? She says, I said, well, what could we sell it for? She tells me the market is so hot, you can sell it for double of what you purchased. I about fell off the porch. <laughs> I said, okay, well, go ahead and look around. The They look around, they go back to get in the car. My agent comes back in and says, she wants to buy it. I said, right now? <laughs> You mean tonight? <laughs> this all happened within a two-hour time frame. Uh -huh. I I said okay. The next thing I know, we're going to going to you know thirty days out. I had to. I was able to sell the home by really listening, and it was so completely out of the blue um, that I, all I could do was just go with it. It was so powerful, and I ended up paying off all my student loans. Was able to do some things for my mom who before she passed away. And it ended up, again, building all this multiplicity of prosperity um, where I truly was listen, obey, prosper, which is a principle that I believe in. Yeah, that's I love that because I, I, I love your response of you mean now? I did. I did. <laughs> like, but seriously, it freaked, it freaked some of my friends out, though. They were like, what are you doing? Because, you know, your friends, you usually talk about stuff like mm -hmm. that and say, hey, it came so fast. They thought I was sort of loopy. And I said, hey, you know. I'm, I'm just, I'm following. It said, yeah, it told me, I said, I, yes. So I said, yes. And look, here we are. And then again, I've purchased my second, uh, well, yeah, second home. And I've purchased a condo, which I love. Beautiful. That's such a great example. Can, 
Can I ask you one more question? Sure. Because I think it's it's really clear that you have a very precise awareness about what is your guidance, what is your yes. And I'm wondering if you would share with, with our listeners, how do you recognize that guidance, that 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 voice that you're listening sure. to, or that, that in, you know, internal guidance, how do you notice that mm-hmm. and distinguish that from just your mind trying to convince you of things? I, 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 that's a really great, great, great question. And, and for me, it's, um, it's like a, um, a sense, a sense, an energy sense. It's, uh, it's much more potent. It has more weight, if you will, than like just my mind. It's, it's, um, also sort of visceral in my, um, um, third eye and in mm-hmm. the solar plexus sort of it feels kind of a little warm it, it feels very um yeah sort of physical in that way and I have the awareness that it's like a, a, a outside source if you will saying this is for you this is for you it's very intuitive it feels very right um yeah it, it's it's, I'm sorry I'm sounding namby-pamby, but <laughs> it's the way it comes down for me. No, that's that's, that's so great. And I guarantee you listeners are going, yeah, I feel it okay, too. Great. I don't know what to yeah. do with okay. that. Awesome, awesome. No, well, that's... begin to trust it. You know, yeah. begin to trust it. That's yeah. what I can say. And I love what you said about it actually feels like it has more weight than what you are thinking. Mm-hmm. Right. You're like, there's a different quality here. It's solid. Yep. Yep. That's a good word for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really great. Thank you for sharing how you how you do that, because it's one of the things <laughs> I hear awesome. all the time is like, but I don't know how to recognize it. And that's a great example. Thank you, Denise. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingofpartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This... This could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. 
The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.